0: So what what did he say? Because he very clearly didn't watch the movie if he thought that he went deaf.
1: Let me actually find it, unless he unmatched me. He definitely did not. Oh, I've been unmatched. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Fair. I was going to edit this part out. Now I'm leaving it in. <laughs>
0: Welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Height, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host Rourke. Rourke, what's going on?
1: Allie, I have so, so many updates. I just barely even know where to begin, frankly.
0: I'm very excited. I feel like some of these updates I may have a heads up on and others I'm totally in the dark. I'm very excited.
1: Yeah, so um, just the the beautiful irony of doing this podcast. Let's start there. So last (laughs) week we did what I thought, a great episode. It was, objectively. uh, Very true. So we talked a lot about how to invite somebody to meet your friends. I revealed that I had extended an option invite to the cyclist, that um, he confirmed one of the options. We were full steam ahead. Well, guess who didn't meet my friends on Thursday? Oh, no. Yeah, guys, I'm traumatized at this point. Like, (laughs) I can't. Invite anybody ever again. I'm I was so gonna scared. say
0: work is gonna have a future husband who has never met a single soul in her life.
1: Yeah no the wedding is gonna be a big talk about an event planned for meeting somebody. The wedding is gonna be the big
2: reveal. oh my God
1: <laughs> Good Lord anyway, so here's what happened. so I'm not seeing the cyclist anymore and it really isn't about him not meeting my friends. it became about a much bigger issue so. On the podcast, I talked about how in person we talked about, you know, what does it mean to meet somebody's friends? Right. And what came out is that he had imbued a little bit more to it than he let on in that conversation is what Mm -hmm. it sounded like, where um, he, it sounds like, wanted to actually say I'm not ready, but he did not believe me when I gave him the option of neither is a choice. And so then he agreed to it and committed to it and felt sort of invested in this plan and things kind of snowballed from there. So basically what I said to him, and in a way, it's not dissimilar from what happened with the ghost where I said, it is okay if you are not ready to meet my friends. But you now have put me in a position where you've revealed that you didn't, trust what I said and I said I see this relationship stretching forward where I sort of have to think for both of us because I will be so on edge about asking for what I want and need because I'm afraid that he might feel unsafe or commit to something he doesn't want to do so not only am I thinking about my question I'm thinking do I believe his reaction and that's just not that's not what I want
0: you can't live that way yeah nor should you have to
1: thank you. and so um we went our separate ways. it was sad. i i'm sad and disappointed. no there there's absolutely no posturing on that end. there a lot of tears were shed um both to girlfriends and to him, not because i was like not because something so bad happened. just i think it's a very female thing or not to even gender it, but for me i often cry when i just have a hard conversation. Yeah, um same. because yeah, there's just emotion attached to that. and so that is what happened. We're back on the apps, living the life. Well, I am
0: very sorry to hear that. I I truly hope that he finds his way to this podcast at some point and listens to that episode and thinks, shit, I really fucked that one up
1: because I really could have said no. Yeah. It's it's crazy because I almost want to send the podcast <laughs> to him and say, like, here's the game tape. Like, there <laughs> was no pressure. Like. <laughs> There's a record. There are receipts. Per my
0: previous email, this is how I feel. Yeah. Ugh, that sucks though. I mean, as we said on last week's episode, that that sucks. Even if, yeah, even if you'd continue to date him and he had said no he wasn't ready, that would have sucked. This sucks worse. True. However, show me now.
1: Show me now yes. that it's not going to work.
0: <laughs> yes. Because I also think it sounds like from the extra color that I have on the situation, it also sounds like he may not have been comfortable in the scenarios that you hang out with your friends in either, like kind of what we got at at the end of last week's episode in terms of what if somebody that you're seeing doesn't totally jive with what you like to do in your life.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah, I question how much fun he would have had playing games and sort of having that like silliness. But yeah, so that's where we're at. And now I get to have my own phone throwing moments and um, life is life is good.
0: So I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into, into future months, and I have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink
2: at home, but without the alcohol. Yeah, and also, it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor. Totally. And they're they're delicious. They're made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and again, 0% alcohol. So just a nice nice little flavorful drink.
0: They're absolutely delicious, and you can get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash fmh, so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Well, selfishly, I am glad not to be the only one throwing her phone on the pod, but it is disappointing.
1: Indeed. So you have a phone-throwing moment, I believe, because you texted me something happened last night, and I don't (laughs) know what it is.
0: I do. I am going to go to the tape, as it were. For this phone-throwing moment. So I think I've mentioned before that I have a hard time sometimes when I see somebody that I think I've matched with before or I think – we talked about it with that dude from Long Island last week, Joe from Long Island. I will often know that I've talked to somebody, but I can't remember how far it went. I can't remember if we just matched, if I even just have seen him a bunch. Or we've never talked. If we talked, if we went out. Generally, I remember if I've gone out with someone. But like I often will enter a conversation thinking, I think I've matched this person before. So I matched with someone I was pretty sure we'd matched before. The conversation went as follows. Okay. And I'm not going to see him again. So based on where this conversation went, so I will say his name.
2: <laughs> hey, oh so
0: big question for you, which is my opener, right? He said, what's your question, Allie? I said, well, so – oh, also I took three days to respond because I was moving. I said, well, now it's, will you forgive me for the delayed response? I've been moving this week, such a shit show. He said, no problem. I just moved a couple weeks ago and can confirm, such a shit show.
1: Okay, going well. I'm liking this so far.
0: Yes, we are into this. So then I said, I always forget. Every time I move, it's like I have no recollection of the last time it happened. Where did you move to slash from? He said, I've been in Miami for the winter, so I put my stuff in storage and was just moving into a new place. Speaking of being forgetful, do you not remember that we've been on a date before?
1: Oh boy.
0: <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Called out. Yup. And the answer was obviously no, I did not remember that. And I actually went back. I searched his name in my text messages. I have no history of this man. And I don't delete text message threads unless something happens. I was going to say. I'm not a deleter. And nothing but – I'm confident that if something bad had happened, I would remember. So I must have never had his number or he never said his name when he texted me the first time because I also don't save numbers for a a little bit. I'm not like a – I'm not a no-number saver, but I'm not an immediate saver.
1: Is it possible he has you confused with someone else?
0: No, I did remember after he said that. I know that we went out and I know that I did not have a
1: good time. Okay. Well, again, glad we know now. Glad we
0: know now, but I just got that, and I was about to go to bed, and I just got that last night, and was like, "All right, I'm gonna throw my phone across the room and go to sleep."
1: Yeah, forget that ever happened. So, did you reply or just I did? I didn't. leave quietly. I left quietly, <laughs>
0: like clubhouse, clubhouse exit, as it were.
1: Yeah, I just Irish exit that bumble conversation. I
0: did, I did. So that was my phone throwing moment of the week,
1: and also a good lesson in how not to approach reminding somebody that you've met before.
0: Yes. Agreed. And that is something that I've been meaning to make a script for because I do have a script that I use when I know that I've met someone before or I know that we've talked before. That is mm-hmm. not it because – although he obviously knew that I didn't know, so like uh, – but anyway. So that was uh, that. was that.
1: Well, like I said, you are now no longer alone on this front. I get to do the stuff too. It is a little bit different in character, which is kind of funny. I think that I don't, I I don't, I don't want to be mean, but I don't make as many technological errors. (laughs) That was um, harsh, but true. (laughs) Mine are more though. Actually mine might be worse because mine are more sort of like personality flaws. So for example, I, something that I recognize about myself is I can absolutely be a bit of a know it all If somebody misstates something, I have a very hard time not correcting them. And I've gotten better about asking somebody if they actually want the feedback. But the question I've been using if something in their profile does not spark creativity is either, hey, so-and-so, truth or dare, or hey, so-and-so, big question. And then my subsequent one has recently been, um, show me a screenshot of your most recent Google search. Be honest. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. And it's like a fun little window into sort of what they like, what are they practical? Are they, you know, what are they into? Yeah. And this person said, my friend and I were watching Amadeus and we were wanting to look up the accuracy of the movie. So I googled, when did Mozart go deaf? I, yeah, I'm intentionally pausing here because it's, this becomes almost like a spot the lie. Did you not actually watch the movie? Because I hope it Mozart, don't go deaf. I I was about I – was, I was thinking, do
0: I know history well enough to say out loud Mozart wasn't deaf? That's Beethoven. And this yes. is some nerdy shit we're getting into right now, but I don't care. <laughs> and I didn't know that it was Beethoven, but I knew that it wasn't Mozart. But I was sitting here when you were saying that, saying like, do I know this well enough to say out loud that it wasn't Mozart? Great. Thank you. Keep going. No,
1: definitely say it out loud. So I, I was like, did you not watch the movie? Did you – i was like did you get any search results because it's all gonna autocorrect correct to did you mean beethoven <laughs> and like and so i i just couldn't not i i brought it up
0: so what what did he say because he very clearly didn't watch the movie if he thought that he went deaf
1: let me actually find it unless he unmatched me he definitely did not oh i've been unmatched <laughs> <laughs> i mean fair. i was gonna edit this part out now i'm leaving it in <laughs> Uh, that's fair on his on his part
0: but also i really feel like he had to be lying (laughs) or not paying attention in the movie yeah for sure
2: oh
1: wow that's funny just scrolling my hinge
0: nothing's there okay um (laughs) well that's true for me too but nobody unmatched
2: me
1: well anyway so i don't know like that's that's just sort of i gotta lean into that aspect of my personality and it is what it is this man is not my man not your man but yes anyways Besides our dating life, we have other things going on. For you, what's the latest with your egg freezing?
0: So the latest is there is no latest. Um I went in a couple times last week to get additional blood work and ultrasounds and found out that I have to wait about 2 weeks to even see if I can start. It's a little bit of a setback and I was a little bit emotional about it especially because it happened in the middle of my move. So I was already stressed and emotional. I was actually supposed to go in on the day I moved, and then my move took longer than it was supposed to. So it got pushed to the next day. It's a whole thing, but it's one of those things where nothing's wrong. Mm -hmm. Ideally, in two weeks, I'll be able to start and it'll be great. I just, I had mentally geared up to start on a certain day.
1: And I, you know, it's just my ovaries had other plans, and I just want to be like, ladies, let's go. I know. It is okay to mourn the loss of expectations and sort of you had mentally mapped this plan and it's okay to be sad about that. Not that you need permission. Clearly, you've (laughs) absolutely embraced how you're feeling right now. But, you know, that's my two cents about it all. I appreciate that.
0: It's a control thing. Like I think I just, you know, I want to feel like I can control my life and there are very much aspects that you cannot and this is certainly one of them. So... We'll circle back in two weeks and see where we're at, but it also just kind of like you can't do anything during – it's essentially a month where you're not allowed to do anything but walk, and that obviously has implications, especially for somebody like me who plays a lot of sports. So yeah, it's just annoying, but it'll be a month of my life, and then we'll be past it.
1: A month in the grand scheme of things is nothing.
0: Yeah, totally. But on a brighter note –
1: Okay. Also, don't kill me. I have actually another dating update.
0: I will never kill you for that. Please go <laughs> on.
1: So um, I actually already had a first date with a new man. We are wasting no time and I love it. Exactly. I, I'm somebody who I like to get back out there kind of quickly because I like to remind myself that this is not the be all end all, you know, like good banter, a good time, good people are out there. And I think it, it just felt very healthy for me to sort of Get back in the swiping game. Yeah, in the same way. Yeah. And so um, I matched with this guy. We had some great upfront banter. I sent a Love Island gift that he recognized. And so I was like, this is going to go great. Um, that was a, yeah, that was a, um, a good indication. And he went to your college. He did. And so I obviously <laughs> said a, do we know this man? <laughs> and The answer is like, no, not really,
0: right? No, not really. But I really appreciated it because it was in the middle of my work day and I was able to distract myself from work by doing a deep dive into my mutual friends with this man on Facebook and Instagram to determine, no, we do not know this man, but we have a lot of facts about him based on pictures that I can see and who he is friends with.
1: These are all important things. (laughs) Next up, what is his Venmo history?
0: (laughs) I feel... There are now two separate instances, one your friend, one a follower who DM'd me, of people who didn't think before that they could look at someone's Venmo history and will now do it. And for that, I am very sorry, friends.
1: Yeah, I think we've really opened Pandora's box there. We have. But yeah, we had a really nice time. It was just a great, like, hour and a half and change, first date where we had a glass of wine. We sat outside and laughed a bunch. One of the first things he said was his friend group is super competitive. And they were got together on Friday night and started playing this game that he realized when he looked up to leave, it was 4.40 in the morning. And (laughs) I was like, this is the most relatable thing I've ever heard in my life. I love this. I'd also like to
0: take this moment to pat myself on the back that I correctly identified that he was likely an athlete, and I correctly named one of the sports that he likely played that it turned out he did.
1: Yes, exactly. He's a uh, lacrosse bro. We can get that out there, (laughs) for better or worse.
0: I was like, based on our mutual friends, he, what did I say? Lacks swimming. There was a third one. Like I can't remember now. Was it soccer? I think it might have been soccer. I identified those three sports based on our mutuals, and
1: I was correct very I was very impressed and um he reached out to me actually he sent me the the rules of the game he had been describing um which I thought was like a cute way to reach back out and then he like asked me out in a very cute way asking to do something later in the week he said Monday's hitting hard so I need something to look forward to which I thought was very like cute and lovely and so yeah we're we're feeling new guy I love that go new guy yeah maybe that'll be his name That's a little, that's probably too generic. Should we call him lacrosse bro? (laughs) You're probably right. Lax bro. Yeah.
2: Listen up guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC comedy loft for another live podcast. Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are, I think over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets. If you want to come experience some magic live, we want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week.
0: It is my birthday that week, so and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrhyte.com slash live to find an easy link also in our bios to get those tickets, and we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area.
2: Yeah, so make sure you come. DC Comedy Loft, Thursday, March 21st, and if you want to check out some stand-up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and that Saturday, I'll be doing stand-up shows, start swiping on Hinge, bring a date, have a good time. And You can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip. And a little update on that. A few of you reached out to us about, hey, I want to come either, unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt. I want to come with my sister. I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind. Half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join.
0: Travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmisterheight.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you.
2: Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too.
0: Well, I am very excited to introduce a new segment that we thought
1: of sort of on the fly. Yeah, it evolved really naturally based on a bizarrely nearly 50 50 split to an Instagram poll you posted.
0: Yeah. So, I, before we get into what it is, we'll kind of set up this new segment for everybody. But I posted a poll. I texted you about something that happened, and we were very aligned in our feelings. And, I'm like, you know what? I want to know what the world thinks. So, I posted a poll. And within about, and I didn't actually tell you that I was posting the poll, which I appreciate even more about the next thing that happened, <laughs> because <laughs> approximately six minutes later, you texted me a screenshot of the results after you had voted and said, I know it's only been six minutes, but this split is wild. Yeah. Because both of us had anticipated that everybody would agree with us. And instead, t- to date, it is pretty much 50-50. Bonkers. Bonkers. Agreed. So we decided that we will have a new segment every week called Weird or Not, nah, where we will post a poll in my Instagram story of something that, and we won't reveal whether we think it's weird or not. Nah. This one we thought was weird. But post a poll, see if the group thinks it's weird or not, nah, and ask for reasons, and then we'll talk about it in our segment.
1: I love this so much. I think this is super fun, and I look forward to us, like, disagreeing one day, even though we are aligned on this one. Yes.
0: So this one is sending an a random, unsolicited selfie before you have met.
1: Yeah. And I think context is important here and may explain the split a little bit, if I'm yes. guessing.
0: I think based on the feedback that I got, like the messages that I got and people that wrote into the question box to explain... It seems like a decent chunk – impossible to know how much – a decent chunk of the people who said it was not weird, who said nah, are people who didn't realize that it was totally random with no context, just like a picture of his face sitting in his car with no words attached to it. Even though I thought that was fairly clear based on the screenshot, but like obviously I have the whole conversation as context, so it's easier for me.
1: Yeah, no, I – yeah, the decontextualized selfie as a response – is is just too much
0: for those who didn't see the story i've been texting with this guy who i matched on bumble who i should mention i was also iffy about in our messages on bumble about whether i wanted to move to text not because he did anything overtly wrong but just because i wasn't sure if we were really jiving as conversationalists he i asked how his weekend was in response he sent me a picture of him sitting in his car without really any words and then said I also made sloppy joes and then sent me a picture of the sloppy joes. So like that part was fine. Why mm-hmm. did I need a picture of him sitting in his car where he's not doing anything? It gave me no information about his weekend at all.
1: No. It it showed you that he was alive. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. Okay, so with that setup, what was the reaction? What did the people who voted that this was not weird think?
0: So most of them, with the exception of the people who either accidentally clicked nah, I got at least 10 DMs of people who accidentally clicked nah and were mortified. But most of the people who did it on purpose did it because they like seeing that the person looks like their pictures. Like they like confirming that they're not a catfish.
1: I get that. I get that. But I don't know that that's the way to convey that.
0: I agree, especially when you're not overtly saying that. Like, it wasn't like he was like, just so you know what I look like, that I still would have thought that was a little bit odd. But like, I guess my, I guess I have not had that many experiences with legit catfish. Same. So perhaps I'm just coming from a place where I just assume that they look reasonably like their pictures because that's generally been my experience. That their pictures might be good pictures. They might be not quite as cute. But generally, I haven't gone on that many dates where I've thought, like, wow, they, this person is significantly different.
1: Yes. I've been on one, but not enough to have my guard up so high as to a a general statement on lying.
0: Right. And I also think it's important to note that I didn't think it was gross or inappropriate or like he crossed a boundary at all. He hasn't done anything wrong. I just think it's a little weird.
1: Exactly. It's one of those things where l- exactly like you said, there's nothing th- it's not a violation. No. However, it it does to me, it 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 gives you the ick.
0: hmm It's like where you're I, just like, oh no. Yeah. Why? Like why? I, I didn't I didn't need to see that. Not but like I didn't need to see that as like that sounds like you sent me a dick pic. It's it's more it's more like the actual literal definition of I didn't need to see that in the sense that it gave me no information it wasn't necessary.
1: Yes, exactly. Um I also think I saw in your story that somebody responded It would have been funny if he sort of held Sloppy Joes up to his face and took the selfie with the food. And your point was the damage was done. I actually think he increased the damage score by showing you the Sloppy Joes because they looked very bad. Oh, they did look
0: bad. And I actually purposely (laughs) didn't, I didn't share the pictures of his Sloppy Joes because I
1: didn't want people to hate
0: on them, but they are, they are bad.
1: I know. And again, like technically nothing wrong, but it's like. Oh, man. It was like, you thought this was <laughs> I mean, a, terrible.
0: You made this and thought that it was something you should show someone that you haven't met. Oh,
1: yeah. It's, it's. I mean, it's sweet in that regard. It just, you know, it, it's just not, it's not, it's not for me.
0: Yeah. And uh, so while we have been recording, he texted me asking me on a date. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Wow. Did you, wait, did you respond to the Sloppy Joe's photo?
0: I I said, nice exclamation <laughs>
1: point. Okay. Good. Good deflection.
0: I didn't... So a lot of people also, I should say a lot of people asked like, "Am I? what am I going to say to the selfie? Am I going to tell him I didn't like it? And the answer is definitely not. Because again, he didn't cross a boundary. I don't want him to feel bad or weird, hopefully he never hears this, for sending me that selfie. So no, I didn't say anything.
1: Also because statistically, based on your followers... That was a coin flip for him. 50% of the people would have been fine. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So do not discourage him. No. He's going to get a 50% hit rate.
0: I (laughs) won't discourage him, nor will I tell him his sloppy joes looked terrible. (laughs) But I I think I might go out with him. Really? I, I
1: was like, is this a belated April Fool's? What is happening?
0: Your girl hasn't been on a date since January.
1: That's loco.
0: I I, I really think that I need to do a better job. And I when I, I was being a little bit glib when I said that about not being on a date since January, though that is objectively true. That's not actually the reason that I want to go out with him or that I probably will. I think it's more because I think that I need to be a little bit more open-minded in terms of what gives me the ick when I am in a place <laughs> when I really want to meet someone where not to say that we should ignore red flags or we should ignore things that are like very very specifically not compatible with us, but if I were dating this guy, I would love a selfie of him in the, his car.
1: Of course, yeah. Like, got a new haircut. L- like, let me see it. That's that's cute.
0: Yeah. So I I think I will. I think I will go out with him, and you know, I'll report back.
1: Good for you. I like this attitude. Thanks. This is a you, th- this is a episode of first. I feel like we had our first weird or not, nah, and now we are going to do our first sort of quick fire, grab bag, rapid fire, whatever you want to call it, taking some like quick questions rather than doing a full deep dive, kind of address some things that can maybe be addressed in more short order.
0: I love it. So again, for those who missed the story, Rourke and I did a little video asking for questions from our listeners and followers, quick questions. It was like a question box. All these questions are super short and we're going to see how many we can get to sort of rapid fire style.
1: I was thinking we could just trade off kind of asking them of each other and that doesn't mean the, only the other person has to answer but we can sort of structure it that way beautiful
0: because you know i'm gonna have to answer even if i'm the one asking
1: 100 percent, we're definitely gonna need to do it okay pick one meeting people in real life or online dating apps online dating apps yeah i think you have to just in terms of opening up your geography and your world sphere so i also don't like talking to strangers Oh, okay. I actually <laughs> tried to hit on a guy and um, it turned out his girlfriend was in line for coffee. He yep. was outside with a dog. Yep. So that was good. Um, <laughs> okay, you go.
0: Should I try to get back with my situationship even though I ended it?
1: No. Hard agree. Absolutely not. What are you doing? <laughs> Thoughts on starting a relationship long distance?
0: Do you have a plan to eventually not be long distance? If no, don't do it. Agreed. In open relationship for three years. Arrangement is great. Thoughts on it working long term? God bless
1: if we had that answer. I, I, I truly cannot even begin to tackle this I have one. no idea. I mean, if you guys are into it, sure. I mean, the fact that it's lasted for three years has got to be a good sign. I
0: would agree. I don't know.
1: Good job. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, that's like a very sort of like, good for you, I empower you. I could never. Very much so. Is it shallow to not go on a date because they are not physically attractive? How do you say that nicely? You do not say that. We do not say that.
0: It is—is is it shallow? Technically, potentially, yes. Is physical attraction important? Also, yes. And it's also subjective. So, you not finding somebody physically attractive does not mean that the person next to you won't.
1: Yeah, I just a hundred percent agree with everything you said. I there's nothing I could possibly add, frankly.
0: <laughs> I wish that everyone in my life would say that to me every time I spoke. <laughs> That would be, be
1: amazing.
0: What do you do for the guy who talks about plans but never follows through?
1: I would say that you are in a pen pal situation and you should probably listen to our episode called The Corresponding One, which is episode six. Hard agree.
0: And also, I will say it again, we should or let's are two of my least favorite phrases in dating. And it sounds like this person uses them a lot. Indeed. How to keep going when dating sucks. Oof. I feel this one. I think just A, try to think about every date as an opportunity and every sort of thing that you're doing as an opportunity, but B, keep in touch with yourself and take some time if you need it.
1: Yeah. I would say there's no shame in a break. No. You know, don't be afraid to take a little time and do what kind of you need to do to fill your own tank and then get back out there.
0: Great. How do I kindly tell my non-single friends I don't need their input on my single life?
1: oof man that's a that's a great question i would say that i i think you need to be pretty upfront here and say you know this is a great use potentially for when i have an update i'll give you one
0: yeah i also think that this relates to a lot of what we talked about in episode 3 the skeptical one where you can exactly frame it as when i have an update i'll let you know i also think there's an there's an element here to acknowledging that they probably have good intent because they are your friend and not making them feel bad or you know that they've made you feel a certain way even though they have you're trying to do it kindly so
1: guys say they want a relationship but five weeks in they bail because i'm the girl you settle down with
0: this feels really specific like it happened once and now we are asking it like it's a general problem i hope that there haven't been multiple times where exactly five weeks in somebody has said exactly that thing
1: Yeah, I agreed with you. And I wonder if this happened recently to this person.
0: 100% it did. And my heart goes out to you because that absolutely sucks. I mean, it just sounds like this person is not ready for a relationship and they can tell that that's what you want, which means that you have appropriately communicated your needs. So that's great.
1: Yes. Agreed. Sounds like not a good fit. And this is just something a guy says to get out of something that they no longer want to be involved in. Yeah. Or anyone says. Not just guys. Yes, totally.
0: A guy has canceled a first date with me two times because of work. Do I give him one more chance?
1: I, I sort of wonder, are they rescheduling or are you? Who is initiating the follow-up? Um, I would, f- I would s- figure out who's the engine behind the reschedules. And at this point, he has got to come to you. Do not schedule this. If he wants to make it happen, he will. I agree. And I think that work is, can be unpredictable
0: for a lot of different people. That doesn't mean that they don't, Want to see you, but it could mean that work is a bigger priority for them than dating right now, and that's totally okay. But now it's your turn to decide if you are comfortable dating somebody for whom that is currently true.
1: Best way to handle ex boyfriend moving in with his new girlfriend in the neighborhood you work in? Quit
0: your job. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do Move. that. Don't do that. Um, work from home. <laughs> hey, good news. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I that sucks that now you have to see that, I would do your very best to just go on your merry way with your normal life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I would, easier said than done, have blinders on, pick something that you love to listen to, whether it's pump up music or a super funny podcast, put on this podcast and, you know, march your way to work and just be enjoying yourself in your own headspace.
0: Agreed. How do you tell people you want a non-traditional relationship in a dating
1: profile? Uh, you do. Yeah. I, I think you got to put this out there. Monogamy is normative on dating apps. And so I think that if what you're looking for is non-normative or like, non-conforming, then I think you need to be explicit about that because otherwise people are going to assume that you are within the larger part of the bell curve in relationship seeking. Agreed. And I see it a lot
0: in guys' profiles Same. that I see. And that is not my thing. So I say no. But I always appreciate that they're upfront about it.
1: Yep. 100% agreed. Tips for middle distance relationships, i.e. one to three hours away. This person invented a new term, no, they
0: No, they did not. I used that term when I was dating my ex-boyfriend in Philly.
1: Oh my God. That's amazing. I've never heard that.
0: So I'm very excited that it just turned out that you asked me this one. So a long distance relationship is defined as more than 150 miles away.
1: Dead. <laughs> this is incredible. These are details I never knew.
0: Now that I've said that, I'm sure someone is going to at me that I'm wrong about the exact amount, but one to three hours about it. So, Philly's two hours from New York. It's like 100 miles, middle distance relationship. Tip for you treat it like a long distance relationship. And what I mean by that is that you can't just pop over to their place spontaneously. You probably can't hang out after work and then one of you goes home. That would be an insane round trip. So, if you don't treat it like a long-distance relationship, you're going to sort of lose sight of each other in the sense that you won't be planning time together virtually the way that you would in a long-distance
1: relationship. That is fantastic advice, and I have absolutely no experience in either middle nor long-distance relationships, so I'm going to leave that one full to you.
0: Great. How do you tell the difference between slowly getting to know someone and them not trying?
1: I think that there is a difference between effort and pace. And I think that it is clear when somebody is engaging with you, but is maybe like metering the amount of engagement because of trying to, you know, mediate moving too quickly or something like that. But their effort should be clear. Like if they have a busy week or something, they're able to identify that and look ahead a week to make a plan with you. That's somebody who's interested.
0: Yeah. And I also think that there's an element of communication here, too. Like when I was virtually dating the Duke, listeners might recall or followers might recall that he was very upfront about the fact that he didn't want things to go too quickly before we actually met each other. In hindsight, very smart of him because when we met each other, it was kind of just meh and we didn't see each other again. So I'm glad that I didn't get crazy invested, you know, talking every single day with this person.
1: Exactly. This is such a good question. Can men and women be very close friends when one is in a serious relationship? What are the boundaries?
0: I love this question, but if it's all right with you, I'd like to punt this question to an upcoming episode.
1: A hundred percent. We are definitely going to do a whole episode because both Allie and I have very close male friends. And so we're we're going to do that one up big.
0: I'm excited for it. Although I'm currently waiting for a text back from said male friend about what time works for him. If you are listening to this, text me back. I am so glad my friend is like type AAF. My friend is not. (laughs) Early 30s and freshly divorced. I've never really dated. Where slash how do I start?
1: Contact Allie. Um, Allie would be so happy to help you. Um, Check out her coaching services. Like I say that in jest, but also not. I think that if this feels like a whole new world to you, it might be helpful to talk to somebody who is really familiar with it. And- Go slow, be kind to yourself, um, talk to some friends who maybe have online dated, and go through your profile with them. Ask some friends to pick some best photos of you. Do a photo shoot with a girlfriend. Love that. You know, have some fun with it. Figure out what you like.
0: Yeah, definitely reach out to me. me com. You'll see my, all my options. But I will also say, start small. So if you're thinking about dating apps, pick one. Talk to some people or me about which one you think might make the most sense for you based on what you're looking for and where you live. And start there so you don't end up feeling overwhelmed by stretching yourself too thin and
1: having all these things you need
0: to maintain out of nowhere.
1: Have you noticed any specific career be a red flag for a man?
0: I, uh, chef, no. <laughs> and I've been told based on my worst date story that I that like went viral on TikTok, I've been told that pilots are also
1: a no. Interesting.
0: Yeah. But I will say that no, I haven't actually experienced. But I will say that there are certain careers back to – what we were saying about where work might be more of a priority than dating, there are certain careers that are just naturally going to have less flexibility. Doctors come to mind if they don't work in private practice. Like my middle distance relationship, he was a resident. Zero control over his work life. And so I I wouldn't say that's a red flag, but it's certainly a lifestyle that you'll need to be aware of.
1: Agreed. I am uncomfortable painting the red flag flag brush upon an entire career yes. where so many different people are in that field. That said, living in Los Angeles cannot – actors are out. Mm. I, I won't do it. And so, you know, there is this whole sort of industry that I have a little bit of a yellow flag about, I would say, That's where fair. I hesitate before swiping right. Very fair.
0: Can a situation ship become a relationship? Ugh. Hmm.
1: I guess, yes. you know All things are possible. However, it's going to be the exception, not the rule. And I think if you want it to be a relationship, you need to say what you want it to be and then step back. And odds are they're going to say no, but I think that's what you got to do. Yeah.
0: I actually have a whole series on situationships and how you can approach if you want more. So check that out. There's also a story highlight on my Instagram at Finding Mr. Height that has all of the things that I posted about situationship so check that out
1: amazing how to stop feeling like i'm never going to meet someone i spark with so many starts and stops
0: Ugh, i feel this one especially after the breakup that i talked about last week where i just haven't met somebody that i sparked with that way and i will say fuck the spark and i think that that we are made to feel like if we don't feel fireworks that it's not right and I often come back to something that my dad used to say to me. I, I went through some in my like early to mid 20s, some sort of tougher, you know, where is my life going type years. And my dad used to call me his staying star because he said that shooting stars, they flash through the sky and they're really pretty, but then they're gone. And he used to call me his staying star because I was just up there and I was shining and I was going to keep shining.
1: That's so nice. That gives me chills.
0: Yeah. Um, ooh, going to cry now? Um, for Aww. those listeners who aren't aware, my dad passed away a few years ago. Um, I think that relates to this, though, that oftentimes things that burn the brightest flame out quickly.
1: Yeah, absolutely agreed.
0: Used your how to not ghost someone's script, but now they're asking follow-up questions.
1: Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, this is – so here's the thing. This is why, obviously, your script keeps it very general. Yes. I think you just have to double down. Is, and I think that's what your advice was in our The Disappearing One episode, episode four. And just really emphasize, best of luck. I really hope you find your person. Like I said, doesn't feel like the right fit for me. Have a great day.
0: Yeah. I don't think there is any benefit to giving somebody specifics on why you don't want to date them anymore unless – They have done something, unless the reason you don't want to date them anymore is because they have done something terrible, crossed some major boundary, done something awful that you need to call them out for so that they understand that they shouldn't do that shit anymore. If the reason is just that you're not into them, there is no need to say it's because you're not cute or it's because I had somebody ask me, should I tell a guy that I don't want to date him because he has kids? No, you shouldn't.
1: Definitely not. There's
0: no benefit, no benefit to anybody that can come from that. So keep it general.
1: How often do you text someone that you've only gone out with a few times?
0: This is so hard to answer definitively because I think yeah. it's it depends on what each of you want. I mean, I like to text a few times we've been on 3 or 4 dates. I want to text them every day. Not all all day long every day, but I'd like, you know, check-ins and, you know, we've got another date on the calendar somebody that I've never been out with and I have a first date scheduled with, very different. I I don't think there's any need to be texting all the time before you've met them.
1: Yeah, absolutely agreed. I think the texting part can grow. I would say keep it fun, keep it bantery, but I I don't like to, you know, share the nuances of my day, especially when it's still early. Agreed.
0: Best advice for a 22-year-old dating that you wish you knew at 22?
1: I would say what I wish I could tell 22-year-old Rourke is don't try to fit a square peg into a round hole. If this isn't working out, that is okay. It is not on you to convince this person uh, to like you.
0: Yes. I I have done a video to my 25-year-old self that I will appropriate the advice for, and that was when somebody tells you what they're looking for, believe them. That's a great one too. Because I would constantly, and this is really pre-dating apps, but I would constantly think that I would be the reason why, and this is probably because of movies, that I would be the reason why a guy that was only looking for a hookup suddenly wanted a relationship. And you're just not going to be that person. Totally. Statistically speaking.
1: I'm LGBT and would love to see you interview queer people for the FMH pod.
0: Well, great news. We've actually been planning an episode just like that. So get excited. Yeah, coming your way. Do you have a preferred dating app?
1: I'm a Hinge and Bumble gal, and I sort of ebb and flow with my preference between the two, but I generally have those two on my phone. I also have those two on my phone, though I vastly prefer Bumble. Dating burnout. How do you practice emotional health date after date? Try not to see a
0: first date not working out as a rejection or as a disappointment because statistically speaking, your most of your first dates are not going to work out. If you're looking for a long-term partner, you only need one of them to work out and it is very likely that the one you're about to go on won't because only one of them is going to if that's your end goal. Yes. What's the most useful lesson that you've learned from a past relationship?
1: I think my answer to this is I... Should not make my needs small. Mm. I have made myself very small in past relationships, either not sort of like voicing what I needed from a partner or not telling a partner about accomplishments because they were insecure, things like that. And so I no longer make myself small. I love that for you.
0: I think that I need to prioritize both people's communication needs. And understand when potentially there's, like you said, trying to fit a square peg into a round hole, potentially a misalignment that just isn't going to work.
1: Have a connection but invited too soon to his house. How to ask to take things slow.
0: We've actually covered this in our second episode, the unsolicited one, where somebody invites you too soon. So take a listen to that. Let us know what you think. Work. how are things going with the cyclist?
1: Uh, asked and answered, Allie. Um, You know, if they want to rewind to the top of the episode for the full recap yet again, go for it. (laughs) More scripts on how to disconnect kindly without ghosting, please.
0: So I get this, I guess, more of a request than a question. I get this a lot. And I think this goes back to what we were saying before about the script is general on purpose. Obviously, edit it for your voice. But I really feel that it is important to stay general. And that's why I don't have more than just that one. How can I release the fear of saying no to men slash people I'm on dates with?
1: Does she mean declining a second date? Does she mean saying no to going home? What is she saying no to? My inclination
0: was the former, that she means declining a second date.
1: Then I would direct them to your no ghosting script again. Just say that um, you were not feeling the romantic connection you're looking for.
0: Yeah. I also think that from a safety perspective, it is okay if you don't feel comfortable saying that in person. Although it would be ideal if you felt comfortable with that person in the moment when they're asking if you want to do it again, although it would be ideal for you to be able to say no in that moment, I recognize because I have felt it that there is a safety element of that. And so that is why also I have that text script because sometimes we don't feel comfortable in the moment.
1: How much communication is appropriate in between your first and second date if you're having trouble finding time to meet up again?
0: I think, and this is this is the answer for so many of these questions, appropriate is a really tricky word here because there isn't an amount of communication that is appropriate or inappropriate for every single person. And so I think that it is truly dependent on how much you would like to communicate and how much the other person would like to, and you guys got to talk about that.
1: Yeah. And I almost think this person might be asking the wrong question. How much trouble are you fi- having trying to meet up again? Yeah. If again, if you're like two doctors or something and you're trying to kind of keep the spark going in between date one and two, totally get it. That's a different question. But is there something else going on here? I think this person might want to ask. Yeah, I agree.
0: I'm excited to jump in with my own feelings on this question. How do you get past opposite political views when dating early stages?
1: To me, this is one of those things that it depends how much it matters to you. I just think how much, how much is this a part of your life? And also... What do you attach to sort of like political views and values? You know, what? I think there are a lot of questions to ask yourself here.
0: I think it's really important to ask yourself those questions and it's okay if things shift. So my personal experience on this is I started dating somebody in the beginning of 2020 who had very opposite political views from me. We did have some discussions about it, but not many because at that time it wasn't as in the forefront. And throughout the course of 2020, many, many things happened that sparked dialogue between us that made it very clear that our values were misaligned and that he held some views that I truly could not stomach and thus we needed to part ways. But I thought in the early stages that we could get past it and it turned out that we could not.
1: There you go. And I think you can go the reverse way too, potentially.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I I know people... One of my mom's close friends actually is married to somebody who has the most polar opposite of political views as you could get from her and they don't discuss it. And that, you know, if it if that works for you, um, then great. But, you know, for me, I need somebody who, when I say do Black Lives Matter, they answer yes and there is no explanation required.
1: Boom. How to approach that I am a widow when dating?
0: First of all, I'm really sorry that you went through that. I think that it will be important for you to date somebody who understands the significance that that relationship had in your life, even though hopefully you're at a point where you now want to move forward because you are dating. So I assume that that means you're at a point where you want to move forward. I think that being able to have that conversation with somebody is going to be important. Um, and I, I say that as somebody who has a widow who is very close to them, as previously discussed um, on the pod. Would you date someone you work with?
1: I actually think tentative, yes, especially because there are, like we've actually been talking about, there are jobs where you're spending a ton of time there and familiarity breeds positive vibes like that's not the saying but (laughs) true
0: though although I will say that the flip side of that is you spend
1: a lot of time there yes it is I think it's risky I personally am like I said a gentle yes because I'm going to be spending a lot of time at work but the the reason I'm not like a hard yes is because I am a very ambitious person and I don't know that I want to be able to measure my own ambition and success on the same yardstick as my partners.
0: Oh, that is such a good point.
1: Thank you. I've thought about that a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's if it especially if you guys because both of us are successful in our careers and we are career focused people and so we were we will probably be dating somebody who is at or around equal footing to us in the workplace where there could be that sort of ooh yeah. That's a good point. I've really never worked Thank with you. men in retail. There's very few of them, so this has never come up for me.
1: Well, there you go. It's taken out of your hands. Mm-hmm. Allie, mm-hmm. I feel like we helped so many people today. I, I'd like to think we did. Yeah. This was fun. I'm glad we're going to
0: do these. I really liked them. Uh, hopefully, and when we post this episode, I will put a poll to see if you guys liked it because we obviously want to make sure we're doing what you want, but I thought it was fun. Yeah. Was this episode
1: weird or not? Nah?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is what the poll will be. Perfect. Done. I think we should get into some five-star reviews on that
1: note. Yeah, let's do it. Let's wrap it up.
0: So today we have reviews from Cassie, LMB922, Burley RI, and Michelle MK16. I also want to call out before we read our favorites that we found out this week that we are not seeing all of the reviews on Apple. You only apparently see reviews from the country you're in. So if if you're not in the US and you've been reviewing us thank you because you're helping us
1: we can't see them so we are not ignoring you we don't know about it we also got an email that we think is a phishing attempt letting us know we are very popular in belize (laughs) we are so So popular in belize (laughs) so if you are in belize please reach out Yes. We
0: are apparently the number one society podcast in Belize. So,
1: this is this is like the TikTok. It's like this is to if you're in Belize, if you're not keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. <laughs>
0: okay, now that I'm talking to one person. Hello. Hello Belize. <sighs> okay, I'm going to read Michelle's, which is 30 and single again. As a newly single lady divorced with two little kids, this podcast has been so encouraging for me. These ladies are the BFFs every woman needs. Online dating is hard and can easily hurt too many feelings. It's nice to hear stories and get guidance as I start this new journey. Every week I leave with a new tip on how to be a better dater. Here's to Finding Mr. Height. And then she does a little um, champagne clink emoji, which I love.
1: Love it. I'm going to read Cassie, who sent hers in over our findingmrheight.com slash podcast feedback form, as she has Google podcasts but wanted to review us still. So she says, and I'm editing a little bit for brevity, Cassie, I want to say I stumbled upon Finding Mr. Height and subsequently this podcast at the exact right moment in my dating life. I have been feeling very overwhelmed and discouraged, and your podcast resonates as I have had experiences with all of the men you mention. Thank you for giving me a more positive outlook on the ever-changing dating scene. Being a busy professional who knows what she wants in life and refuses to settle for less, keep up the great work. Thanks, Cassie. Love it, and thanks everyone for listening. Rourke, fun as always. Yeah, this was a great one. Um, I can't wait to see what the reaction is. Presuming it is positive. <laughs>
0: Yes. Otherwise, maybe this will be the first negative review we get.
1: Can't wait. Can't wait. You know what? We're getting experimental and <laughs> it is what it is. We
0: went with two experiments in one night. We're really getting a little, uh,
1: maybe we're over our skis here. That's true, but I like it. All right, girl. We'll have a great night.
2: Bye. Bye.